when I started on TikTok, I had no idea what I was doing. I found some TikTok groups, but there are more, oh, just repurpose these, you know, stock footage videos of cars and, you know, and so... I just posted in the moms who write group, like, Hey, does anyone know about any great author TikTok group for beginners just to get you started? And by the end of the day, I made the group and had 80 moms join the group. And I'm like, wow, there's obviously a need for this. And then I hired a TikTok coach and learned a bunch from him so I could help everyone else because I was so clueless. I had no idea. Are you a mom with a story to tell but not sure where to start? Publishing a book is kind of overwhelming. Now throw kids and babies into the mix and you got a lot going on. But that doesn't mean you can't build yourself a thriving author life. My name is Jackie and I'm a mom and an indie author and I'm here to show you how step by step to get your books written, published, and sold even if the only time you actually have to write is during your toddler's afternoon nap. It's time to write like a mother with these mums right. Hey guys, it's Jackie. Welcome to another episode of These Mums Right. Are you curious about TikTok but also a little bit terrified of it? There's been a number of guests on this show who have shared some of the amazing benefits they've gotten from TikTok, such as last week's guest, Ellie Holland, who was able to get over 250 ARC readers for her debut novel, thanks to TikTok, or romance novelist KK Allen, who has seen her book sales climb alongside her TikTok growth. TikTok is taking the world by storm, which can kind of be a little bit scary, a little bit overwhelming. Where do you start? I know for myself, I've hesitated for a long time to start putting videos out there, but I've just started recently thanks to today's guest, Soda Khan. Soda is a mom, a science fiction and fantasy author with a background in animation who supports other mom writers to leverage TikTok to expand and build their author brands. She is the founder of a Facebook group called Author Moms Who TikTok and in today's episode she shares everything the beginner author mom needs to get her TikTok account started so that it can start working for you. Please welcome Soda Can. Hello Soda, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Thanks for inviting me, I'm really excited. I'm excited too. And listeners can't see, but you're wearing an adorable bow on your head. And that is just bringing me some smiles right now. I I do have a slight obsession with bows. (laughs) Jojo Siwa obsession or like on the scale of Jojo Siwa? I've never, she's like that dance, dance mom's girl, right? Yeah. And she loves bows. Yeah. So I started wearing bows around the same time as that happened. And people kept saying something about Jojo and I about, but I had to cut off all my hair when I had baby um, because she kept pulling it. So my new Mm. thing. So, yeah, I like it. I like it. So tell me, what are you most excited about right now? Well, I, I have so many things I'm excited about. Um, I just got my my bonus report for my Kindle Vela's yesterday, and it did really well last month. I am super excited. And then I have a couple books coming out next month, and I just got one of the um, covers finished today for it. So those are under, I have a pen name, Clover Ray. I'm not 
you know, super closed about it, but it's specifically for kids. I, I'm just, uh, I have like five short stories coming out just on ebook next month. And I'm really, really excited. So a lot going on here. You have a lot going on. And what are the, what different genres are you writing in? Cause I know you have multiple pen names. Yeah. So under, under my name, Soda, and then under Clover, I write science fiction and fantasy, but under Soda, SodaCon, it's more young adult and adult, where Clover Ray is more kids. Awesome. Actually, all retellings of classics. Oh, okay. Retellings of classic um, fairy tales? Yeah, so fairy tales, but also like the one I have on Kindle Vella right now is a retelling of The Secret Garden. And so I also have one coming up that's a retelling of The Jungle Book, but it's in a paranormal setting. Oh, and fun. All these fun, very popular classics, A Little Princess, The Light Princess, uh, stuff like that, that I'm changing around books in the public domain that I'm changing around to make fun for kids. Cause I remember reading those as a kid and just hating them because I couldn't focus. The words were all weird. I didn't want to read about animals. I wanted to read about dragons and stuff. So I'm writing for my younger self basically. Yeah. I love it. I think that's often what we do as writers, write the books that we wanted to, to read. I know for myself, like this podcast, it's like the podcast that I wish I would have heard when I was on my own trying to figure it out as a, as a mom, you know, it can be so overwhelming. And I know you are also, in addition to all of that, you support moms navigating the writing journey. Can you tell me more <laughs> about that? Yeah. So I have a, a group on Facebook called um, Author Moms Who TikTok. And it's all about supporting moms who are writers on TikTok. A lot of them got started in the group just in the last year. And some of them are doing really well. They have thousands of followers on TikTok. Some of them have had viral videos. And most of them have been telling me that they've definitely seen their sales increase um, since having their TikTok. And I'm so new to publishing that it's really hard for me to tell like how much impact TikTok has had on mine, but I have made some amazing connections through TikTok. And one of the things that I love more than anything about that is that it really pushes you to do things that you're uncomfortable with. Like I was so scared of being on camera and forcing myself to go on TikTok and just do silly things on camera really, really helped. What are some of the challenges that you see moms when they are first coming to TikTok or, or social media, any social media? Yeah, so that is such a great question. And time is the number one thing, whether it's TikTok or Facebook or whatever it is. Because at first I tried YouTube. And with YouTube, you really want to be more put together and more professional. But the thing is with TikTok, like mm. half of my TikToks, I'm literally like sitting in the bathroom talking. Everyone's a hot mess over there. So <laughs> this is kind of bad timing for me to talk about like time management because I've been so sick the last two weeks. I haven't been posting much, but I was able to post a couple videos a day because it, there's so little pressure. I like that. So the, the takeaway there is to be okay with doing it messy. Uh, because you're right, it doesn't have to be perfect. And then once you take away that pressure, you know, maybe you find that you could make as many as two or three TikToks a day. 
Exactly. Yeah. Because when, because I came from an animation background. So when I first started on TikTok, I started for, um, I had a webcomic at the time and I was doing all this fancy animation for, for this webtoon I was working on. And it was the one I was, that um, I had recently entered into a contest was in French. So I was trying to reach all these like French speaking people and doing all these pretty animations and it was getting no views. It was getting, I was getting no support from the comic community. It just, nothing was there or the art community in general. And I found myself, and this was before I really got super into writing, and I was still trying to decide if I wanted to go into writing or um, stick with doing comics. And the writing community, the author community, was like, anytime I would use the hashtag book tag, book talk, and like mentioned uh, TikTok in any of my mom groups, my mommy writer groups, I got so much support. And Mm. That's actually what got me into writing. Oh, wow. Was the support I got from everyone in the groups. It kickstarted my whole writing career, which I'm really enjoying now. So that's also great. But So you were working in the comic industry and at the time and deciding, like, do I want to go forward in, in comics or do I want to switch into writing? Well, so I was an animator and then I tried writing and I'm like, this is too hard. So I tried comics for about six months, just posting mm. them online on webtoons mm. and tapas. And it just like mm. my wrist was hurting from drawing all the time. It was hard to do with an infant. Like there was some support, but they're just, it, it, it was kind of a toxic environment there was mm. a lot of competition instead of collaboration I'll join some mommy writer groups um moms who write is the most amazing facebook group for moms who write and i just felt so much support and i'm like you know what i'm just i'm getting to learn how to write i'm not very good at writing because of my like dyslexia and everything but i i was like, I love this community so much. I could do my own illustrations. That's fine, but I'm going to learn to write. And so it's cool on TikTok where you could kind of, you could pick whether you want your audience to be other writers and you could help inspire other writers, or you could be more of a book talk um, creator where you kind of talk more about books and maybe kind of push every once in a while your books. So, but yeah, I've been following a lot of people who help writers, writing coaches on TikTok. And that's been so amazing. Wow. So you're at this point where you're deciding whether to go further into the comics and animation, but stumbling upon the mom writing community and how supportive they were. You're like, okay, forget it. I'm going to go go into this area. And now you've you've written, like, that's a fair number of books you've already produced. And then TikTok itself has become like, it sounds like a support for your, you know, moving into this, the writing space. Yes. Yeah, exactly. It's been just having that encouragement from other writers when there's something that all writers kind of deal with, but we don't realize that we deal with it. And someone is like a video kind of expressing that that mm. feeling when your character takes your book into a whole different direction <laughs> and you're like, what the heck? Why aren't you listening to me? And just these short 15 second segments of 
you know, relatable contents can help just inspire you and make you feel not so alone in the writing realm. Totally. And I like how you said that there's just two different audiences. So writers, other writers, and then also readers. What did you choose or what do you recommend? For me, I personally don't like when all your posts are about your book. I get really, really bored. So Mm. I try to talk about other books within my genre and then just sprinkle in little bits about my own book and try to find people who might like those kind of things. So sci-fi, fantasy, paranormal. Yeah, just reviewing books that are within your genre is a really, really great route because that will attract more readers and specifically readers in that genre. But Mm -hmm. then other authors have had really great success with um, people who are experts in their field, especially writing coaches who might also have books and they might give writing tips and focus more on the authors. That's why it's important to kind of figure out which route you want to go to. And it could be a lot bigger if if you do lean more toward towards the readers and trying to attract readers of that genre. So are you saying that you should decide just one of those audiences or should you or can you like talk to both of them and just be aware that okay this content is for writers this is for readers or would you separate those out? I would say um, if you choose one way maybe you could do like 80% one thing Don't do more than 20% of the other thing. If you're doing the book talk route, don't do more than 20% about writing. On writing is fine, but don't make it like half writing, half book talk, because readers will maybe once in a while want to know about writing stuff, but they don't want their whole feed full of writing stuff. Mm. So if you want to attract readers, don't do half your posts about writing. If you want to attract readers, then think about what they're interested in. So they're interested in other books and you're like, they love dragons. So you're going to be showing them other books about dragons. You're going to be showing them pictures of dragons or figurines of dragons. And then your book, because you're book is also about dragons and then maybe 20% of the time you might like pull the curtain back and talk about oh my god this character that I was writing about doesn't even like dragons yes yeah okay that's a great uh, way of looking at it I think to give it a little bit of more structure yeah a lot of people when they first start every single post is almost the same video about their same book page flips are very popular where you record a page flipping and a quote from the book. But then sometimes all the videos will just be page flips with a quote mm-hmm. and really, really boring. And I don't want to follow some of those people anymore. I'm just following them because they're my friend, but I don't want to watch like a bunch of page flip videos. So mm-hmm. trying to find that balance between have a, having a similar feel in all your videos, but not making mm-hmm. them be exact same video over and over again right and being maybe cautious also it sounds like about trend watching because if you're like oh everyone's doing this page flip i guess i'll do that but you're saying sort of like just be maybe be aware of where it is on the wave of that trend like if everyone's been doing those page flip videos for like a week maybe try to think of something a different way uh, to add some kind of freshness to it yeah. And the, another big thing is for the trends, like the, the voiceover, the music trends, the, they're like 
every few days there's going to be a big trend and you want to stay on top of them because sometimes you'll do them way late and it's kind of awkward. Um, <laughs> you know, people take dance, but there aren't really a lot of dance ones lately that I've seen in book talk. It's more like showing a, a book and then maybe some sort of reaction to the book or something like that, that goes to the music or sound or whatever that's going on. So like a few weeks ago, it was, uh, I don't know how active on TikTok you are, but there was a trend with the reading rainbow song, the, the person and a certain filter where you're thinking and you see the planets going around in the filter and you're thinking about like, why, why is it that this happens or whatever? Mm. And so But you do have to be careful if it is about, if you're trying to sell your book in the video, you don't want to use commercially used music. So for that one, you might, if if you do want to mention your book, that's fine. But don't say like, go buy my book. Don't make it like a promo thing if you're going to be using the copyrighted music in the trends. So how would you know? How would you know if it's copyrighted? So you can... Most of the music is copyrighted on TikTok. So if you want to use the commercial music, that's totally fine. There's a whole section on that. If you use the business count, you could only use royalty-free music, which is a safer mm, Uh, That's a great tip, yeah. Selling your book, you want to use a commercial account um, or the business account. If you're more talking about other books, personal is fine. If you go with a personal route, you can use all the copyrighted music. You can write all the trends. You don't have to worry about that, but that's really valuable if you're talking to other writers and you're building up your writing community. But if you're going to be focused on connecting with readers so you could hopefully sell your book, then the business account is better because then you will automatically only be able to access royalty-free music. So you don't have to think about whether or not this is copyrighted. But the downside then, of course, is you... You might not, you won't have access to some things that might be trending because um, they are probably copyrighted. I did not know that. Where I'm going to be working on book trailers and that when I'm doing a commercial or a a business account, because I don't want to like get sued or anything, Mm -hmm. but that one's all about book trailers and more about selling and less about me, where my personal account is more of me trying to read with a toddler, trying to write with a toddler. Mm. trying to like survive life um (laughs) so that one i feel is fine for a personal account yeah so that's also a good tip too so you might want to have multiple accounts so your your business one is for your book trailers you're going to really focus on selling the books on that account and engaging with readers and then have your personal account where you can talk about the writing process and being a mom and all that crazy fun stuff and relate to people exactly yes yes Mm. That's a good tip, tip too, because one of the other interviewees I said was mentioning, I don't know if this applies, but that it's really good to have like backup accounts in case one of your accounts gets frozen. Yeah, I have um, had several people in my group have their whole account banned for some reason, like they were doing a live and their kids showed up on the live and you could get banned for having kids on your live. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, sometimes they're fine with it and nobody cares. But then randomly, like sometimes they'll ban you for it. So. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Okay. Good (laughs) to know. I thought you were going to say like they showed up naked. But I mean, that could happen too. But but just having kids on the live. Wow. Okay. Yeah, it's considered 
an endangerment type thing, mm-hmm. like a child mm-hmm. safety. So they mm-hmm. don't let kids um, on yeah. lives. Out. Like I think yeah. babies are fine, but um, <laughs> so weird. Yeah. yeah. Well, those are great tips. Do you have? Are there any other face plants that you've seen happen and that you can warn others about? Yes. So when I first started, I was doing everything wrong. One, I was putting links to my stuff in the comments. And then I got banned for like 24 hours for doing that. You aren't allowed to link in the comments. It's considered spam. So once you get to a thousand followers, you could have a link on your profile. But this was before I was at a thousand. So I wanted to, people would be like, oh, what's the link? So I would put the link in there in all of the comments. And then, yeah, and then I got banned for like 48, 24, 48 hours or something. So um, another thing I would say, never work on a video for more than 20 minutes. I would spend like an hour on each video. And this is when my kid was really was still like sleeping on top of me all the time. So I'd be on my phone, like spending hours on each video, making it all pretty. And then I literally get the same amount of views as like... One where I'm just, again, sitting in the bathroom, like complaining about something, you know, (laughs) there's no reason to spend more than 20 minutes on one video. And then another tip would be to, um, to really pay attention. You want to watch videos in your kind of niche because you want to see kind of what they're doing. And if your video looks very different than how mm-hmm. other people are talking about their books. Yeah. Kind of like if you use different kinds of um, like third party effects and stuff like that. Um, a lot of times I could turn off viewers. Mm. They, they want to be the same, like similar kind of things on there. Right. Yeah. It's almost like the same thing for book covers, right? You can't, You need to be like within what people are expecting or else they're not even going to know that's a romance because they'll just walk right by it. Yeah, that's a really good tip. So yeah, your TikTok account should also be within the genre of your audience and the type of book that you're writing in. Yeah, and I would say like, um, because yeah, they say all the time to niche down and that is somewhat true. Um, I would say maybe four or five things with your account that you focus on. So you're not just completely all over the place, but Mm -hmm. it's not only books, you know, like for me, I have mom talk. I have witch talk. um, I have science stuff and I have books, you know, Mm. the health. So it's just like, I focus kind of on those five things And yeah, I could talk all about some other random thing that I'm interested in, but it it might be too much if like I'm all over the place. So focusing on three to five things on your account will help you feel more well-rounded, but not too random. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so, and one of those, you said, um, witch talk, book talk, mental health, and one more. Oh, uh, mom talk. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then this is for your account that you're really trying to outreach to your readers with. So this is my personal account that has, um, both readers and writers Mm. for my other account that I'm going to be starting up next month. I am 
very much going to focus on people who like sci-fi and fantasy and paranormal because mm. I'm doing book trailers specifically for for clients and my own books in that genre and doing oh. book like book trailers for those things so I can still use so this one's going to be a little different because I am going to use I'm going to spend a little bit more time but the thing is the videos that I'm making are going to be for clients to use other places too so I want them to be a little nicer so that one's going to be a little different that's not your most people aren't going to be doing mm-hmm. that uh, most book trailers are usually like you talking as if you're the character and like oh yeah like this vampire came into my bedroom the other day and it was so weird but he was so hot and I couldn't you know like <laughs> yeah are the, the kind of book trailers that do well on TikTok. But yeah, just simple is key on TikTok. Simplify, simplify. Never have more than five hashtags. Oh, and that's another thing I wanted to mention. So with hashtags, you want to make sure to have one very general one, one or two very general ones, one or two somewhat general ones, and then one or two like, like very niche ones. What happens if there's... Like you load it up with hashtags. Is it just round upon? The one that looks like very, like this works fine in Instagram, but on TikTok, the algorithm tries to find people who like all of those things. Oh. And it gets, and it goes all over the place. It also looks really uh, spammy. Mm -hmm. Shows it at the bottom of the video while you're watching the video. And it just doesn't Mm -hmm. look very, and you want to focus on a smaller amount of hashtags i see yeah and um and i could see if it is getting in the way of the algorithm you definitely wouldn't want to do that so on your personal account it sounds like you have that a mix of creating content for other writers and then also for readers so like how do you how do you manage that do you do the 80 20 rule yeah i do i probably do maybe like 15% of my videos are about writing and the rest are about either other books or mom life. Try not to have more than 20% about my own book and my own writing and stuff. And do you focus, because you do have the two genres, do you focus on one of them in your, in your TikTok or do you, do you bring in them both? I bring in both because there seems to be a lot of overlap with paranormal sci-fi and fantasy. Now, if I also wrote contemporary romance, that would be a lot harder. If there is some overlap in what you write, then it could work. But yeah, if you if you write two very different genres, it just depends on how you you work it. Because if your account is more about you rather than your books, then it's fine. But if your account is more about your book, that's why like on my book trailer account, I probably won't do book trailers for contemporary romance. Because that's not something that most fantasy and sci-fi and paranormal nerds might be as interested in. I can see there's no like hard and fast answer to these questions because like, as you said, you know, it well, it depends on this, but it depends on this, but it is good to keep these like general like parameters in mind. Like don't over, don't spend too much time on each video be clear Mm -hmm. on who your watchers are that you're trying to engage and don't confuse them and don't um 
focus too much on what you're selling. Though, of course, we do want to sell. I mean, that's why we're investing our time and our dreams in this. Um, but be careful about that balance. Um, but bring in mm-hmm. yourself, but don't bring in too much of yourself because that also can get watered down. If, if you're jumping across the many different, uh, you know, interests that you might have, narrow it down to like three to five and um, similarly narrow down your um, your hashtags so that you really are aware and conscious of like who you're trying to reach out and be deliberate with those hashtags. You just summarized like our whole conversation. In <laughs> so perfectly. That was, that was brilliant. <laughs> I do. I do like summarizing, but you just shared so much great advice. I really loved it because I know that TikTok is, is valuable and I have interviewed a lot of authors and it's come up a lot. And, and, and I, I always get like inspired, but then I don't do anything. And I think what you really shared, which is such a gift is like really practical advice that I think is what people like me that, um, need to just get over that bit of a like that threshold of resistance if you have a little bit more guidelines it actually helps right because instead of it feeling like wide open like what there's so many things you can do it's like no so it says work within these parameters and actually that is um it's uplifting or empowering for people because it gives you a place to start and gives you like a path through it so I think that is just amazing what you just shared, all of those tips. That's why I've been on fire getting people on the TikTok train. I got 10 people last month signing up. So I'm, I'm, I'm averaging about 10 people a month the last few months. I'll help just, yeah, just take that a kickback, I hope. <laughs> I wish. But yeah, it's just so fun to see them grow. And, you know, even just if they're talking about themselves, but they have their book in the background or something really simple, it's so important to not let it overwhelm you and if you need to take a week or two off you know because you're sick or have in-laws just do it there's there's no pressure and so yeah and then just a, a facebook group like authors of tiktok is amazing um and then i have my group author moms who tiktok um that's another great one or there's mm. other one fantasy authors of TikTok, stuff like that. Um, so finding those where you help each other engage and grow. Mm-hmm. And that's why you quickly get to a thousand followers and then you could do lives and then you could grow even more. So it's been a really great experience. Yeah. And what inspired you to start the author moms of TikTok group? When I started on TikTok, I had no idea what I was doing. I found some TikTok groups, but they're more, oh, just repurpose these, you know, stock footage videos of cars and, you know, and so I just posted in the Moms Who Write group, like, hey, does anyone know about any great author TikTok group? Anyone know of any group for beginners just to get you started? And by the end of the day, I made the group and had 80 moms join the group. And I'm like, wow, there's obviously a need for this. And then I hired a TikTok coach and learned a bunch from him so I could help everyone else because I was so clueless. I had no idea what I was doing. And so, um, so yeah, just a pretty simple group, um, a few hundred of us in there. And 
if anyone has any questions, I'm able to answer or someone else can answer and we just support each other. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. I think that is great that you created that. And you, and I hear 100% like that. Yeah. There's definitely a lot of just confusion and not, not needing, not knowing where to start. I mean, it's a lot about the whole publication journey in general, but I feel like there's something about TikTok that is like a unique, like microcosm of all of those feelings that we have when it comes to like self-publishing mm -hmm. in general. So yeah, that's awesome. I will definitely put a link to that in the show notes. So how do you have any uh, advice to yourself? I mean, you, you've shared so much about your TikTok journey, but you've mm -hmm. also gone through a bigger journey and that's starting in the book publishing uh, industry, like from coming from, you know, comics and animation. Yeah. Do you have any advice for yourself, you know, looking back at that soda that was, you know, first getting maybe discouraged, you know, putting all this time into animation. I don't know if I want to keep going. What should I go with writing? Like that version of yourself. Yeah. So one thing that I wish I could tell my, my um, past self is to get pro writing aid because I would write so terribly and then get discouraged. And then lately what I've been doing is I've been going through pro writing aid and it'll tell me what I'm doing wrong. And I, you know, then I'm able to fix it. And I've been posting my my rough drafts that like don't have an editor or anything for them i just have been running them through pro writing and posting them on kindle vela because kindle vela is like the tiktok of publishing it really is so i've just been posting on kindle vela um once a week on two of my books that i'm writing and making money from that that i'm able to um save up to, you know, hire an editor for when I'm ready to publish it as a full book. So that's, that's the route that I wish I went on long ago, instead of feeling like I need to have this perfectly finished thing. And I don't have, you know, a thousand dollars to spend on like an editor and all this stuff. And then I get overwhelmed. So just starting mm -hmm. small, um, not overwhelming yourself and, just going with the flow, I guess. Yeah, no, that's great. And I love that you brought in Kindle Vela because that they, they do, that is a nice like tandem, isn't it? So you're, you're doing the TikToks, just do it, get it out there. And then applying that same approach to your writing is just get it done, get it good mm -hmm. enough and then throw it on Kindle Vela. And so then at the, you're making money along the way. And then you said at, at the end, then the plan is to publish it as a, as a standalone novel. Exactly. Yeah. So I have a few that I want to have as a standalone novel. The correlation is um, very strong between, mm. you know, starting out small, whether it's with social media or with writing, and then just learning to grow by that and take baby steps. That's great advice. Well, thank you so much for all this advice today. And where can you mention that people can find you on the author moms who TikTok? Where else can they find you? Yeah. So, and then on um, TikTok, of course, my yeah, handle but... is um, so Lay 
L-E, and then Soda, S-O-D-A, and then Khan, K-H-A-N. Okay, got it. Lasota Khan. And that's it. where I am active. So, And then all my links are in the bio there. So if you want to check out any of my books, you can do that. Beautiful. Thank you so much for your time today. Thanks for inviting me. This is awesome. Wow. This episode was really jam-packed with takeaways. I'm going to recount them all here, but be warned, there is a whopping 15, so this is going to take a while, but you don't need to write it down. I'm going to also post these in the These Moms Write Facebook group so that you can have them all in one place. Okay, so here are the top takeaways. Number one, it's okay to be messy on TikTok. Number two, know who your audience is. Is it readers of your books or other writers like you? And if it is readers, a good rule of thumb is to stick to about an 80%, 20% mix. That's 20% of your writing process content and 80% content about your book and other books and content related to your books. And number three, on a related note, have three to five things that you focus on. For example, witch talk, mental health talk, mom talk, science talk. Well-rounded but not scattered is the key here. Number four, make sure you spend a little bit time understanding who your reader is in the first place so you can figure out these other pieces. Number five, you want your videos to have the same feel but not be the exact same, similar to your books. Number six, be aware of trends but watch out because they can also be off-putting if you're coming to them at the end of the trend. Number seven, don't have kids on lives. You can get a count band. Number eight, do not put any links in your comments. Number nine, don't work on a video for more than 20 minutes. Number 10, watch videos in your niche. You need to be speaking the same language as them. Number 11, when using hashtags, stick to this general rule of thumb, one to two general ones, one to two somewhat general ones, and one to two niche ones. Number 12, if you write across different genres, you can combine them in your account. It just depends on how you do it. Number 13, find groups like authors of TikTok and author moms of TikTok to get support. Number 14, I know we talked a lot about commercial and personal accounts and copyrights. Just know this, if you are starting out on TikTok, you will be automatically designated as a personal account. You can change that to a business or creator account once you have built up your followers a bit. So you don't need to worry about that if you're beginning. And number 15, also on the topic of copyright, the most important thing you need to remember is just that if you are creating a book trailer, you need to make sure that you're using copyright-free music. Thanks so much for listening. I will put a link to Sodakan's TikTok account in the show notes and to my own. If you are on TikTok, give me a follow and I will be happy to follow you back. We are in this together. And also, I know there was a lot of technical information shared in this show. So in addition to the notes that I'll be posting in the These Moms Write Facebook group, I'm going to be hosting a live with Soda Can. I'll put information about that in the Facebook group. So that could be an opportunity for you to actually ask specific questions about your author context. I'll talk to you next week. In the meantime, happy writing.